This is exactly right. <sighs> We're finally doing a live I Said No Gifts, and I'm inviting you. This thing is going to be wonderful. Some very special guests, gift giveaways, and I'll probably get a haircut the day before so I look really nice. It's June 26th at Dynasty Typewriter, right here in gorgeous Los Angeles, California. That's right, Los Angeles, the home of several Target stores. And if you can't be in LA, we'll also be live streaming the whole show. Tickets are very limited, so go to DynastyTypewriter.com as soon as possible. clear when you're a guest in my home you gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts your presence is presence enough and I already had too much stuff so how do you dare disobey me Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. We're here in the backyard. I'm starting to... I'm really going to assume at this point that my co-host will not be showing up. And that's fine. I'm in control. We're having an incredible time on the podcast already. If I hear a peep out of you, I'm going to freak out. I'll shut down the podcast. So just be quiet. Let's get into it. I love today's guest. I really love him. It's Patrick McDonald. Hi, Bridger. Patrick, welcome to I Said No oh, Gifts. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm thrilled. What's the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to you? The most traumatic thing? <laughs> Don't answer that. <laughs> okay. I just like the Thanks, idea of starting sir. a podcast on that note. <laughs> just immediately put the guests on Just immediately. Mic. So let's go there. <laughs> I feel like that is so many people's real way to start podcasts and interviews. Oh my God, I can't imagine. I know. And I think the the guest response too is to dump and then to just feel empty for the rest of the and then you then you get into the frivolous stuff. I think that's maybe a fun way to go. I would I would freeze up and I would probably just walk out. Yeah. I don't think that I'm capable. You would have to have me on the podcast for five hours, like in a sauna, before you approach me with that question. <laughs> the most dramatic thing. I I uh this is a little traumatic, but I, I one time uh, was dating somebody, uh-huh. and that person said, let's tell each other the worst things we've ever done. <laughs> and genuinely. And was like, let's do that. And I said, I, no. How far into the relationship were This you? was three or four weeks. <laughs> oh, no. That's simply not the time. <laughs> that person is undercover. That person is. They are looking... <laughs> That looking is, for information and they're a is. terrible person they're very bad at their job truly a terrible spy <laughs> that person they thought that i was involved with the kgb or something <laughs> truly but it was a really and i literally said no i'm not gonna do that and then and did they do theirs they didn't know oh, no, okay. i'm not interested but now knowing we obviously are no longer together uh knowing that i'm i'm sure it wasn't something great you know oh wow so you do think it could have been a really bad I thing i think it could have been bad and i think this person maybe had some filter issues <gasps> yeah Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's a fascinating thing. I mean, I think I think trauma bonding is such a big way people start relationships now. Well, I mean, it's I think it's really um a psychopath move. <laughs> I, I really be. do think it is. Think it's it like I think be. it's part of the psychopath toolbox where you just immediately start sharing 
too much information to open up the other person. Yes. Because they're like, I guess I got to give. And then they're in control. They're in control of the situation. And then you're indebted to them because they have the secrets. (laughs) Exactly. I uh, gave somebody a ride home once. And this person did that and got so much information out of me. And this was before I knew it was part of the toolbox. Okay. Uh, But now that person's out there with so much information on me. And let's be honest, some of my friends. <laughs> uh, but it's a very effective tool. Yeah. Um, this person just has them at the ready. Yes. Yeah, so I, That's why I make sure that all the stuff that I say is so purposefully bad and inane and stupid. So if it comes out, it's like, okay, like, cool. This, <laughs> Whatever. This is fine. Why are you telling me this news? I used to have that theory, actually. I used to say... This was when I was younger, and this is maybe a, a junior psychopath move, but I, I, would, I would say, you know, if I talk shit about somebody else, right. I would say something that was so uh, rough that if you told that to that person's face, mm-hmm. you would feel bad. Oh. <laughs> so I was trying to guard that from being <laughs> spread by it being so bad. And guess what? That didn't work. Wow. That wasn't working. Wow, yeah. People love that. People Are you kidding that. me? <laughs> it's really you give me any information. I don't care how yeah. devastating it is. I'm, you know, the texts are beginning as soon as I see the after I've left the information source. Yeah. Let's get the news out there. Exactly. Let's start spreading it. Start spreading it. New I, York, New York style. New York, New York <laughs> style. I love a little bit of gossip. I love a little, yes. you know, uh, just a little something, something about people. And it's tasty. Y- it's very tasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, a tasty piece of information about you is I got a text about 20 minutes ago that you were going to be late to the podcast. Oh, yeah. Do you want to explain why? Yeah. And it's not a professional reason. It doesn't reflect <laughs> well on you. I have been told you've already reached out to my team, my managers. <laughs> I've screamed at both of them. Uh, good luck to the rest of their roster and getting on this podcast. Yeah, I blacklisted everybody else, mm-hmm. all the custodians and mechanics that they rep. Um, I, I think, okay, so here's the thing. I am late because I was buying a 12-foot skeleton from Mm. Home Depot. (laughs) I have been looking for the skeleton for three years. I found one in Pasadena today, about 30 minutes away from me. I drove to Pasadena to buy it. I had another obligation, which is why we pushed this for 30 minutes. That got out early, so I said in my free time, I'll go pick up the skeleton. The skeleton did not fit in my car. I had dads helping me. I was falling. I have dirt all over my black pants right now. I was falling all over the Home Depot parking lot. Different people were helping me. One dad was like, what is this? Is this, uh, why, why is this so big? I was like, oh, it's that one of those skeletons. He goes, oh, you got kids. <laughs> and I didn't respond. Simply not true. <laughs> Simply not Very true. Very far from children. Simply not true, but I was just Laurel and Hardying it all over the place with this this freaking skeleton. I was pushing it. I've broken parts on my car. Oh, I rubbed no. the rubber off the sides of the car and it's open right now. It's tied together with twine. You had to back into my driveway. I had to back into your driveway because I'm scared my skeleton's going to get stolen during this podcast. Heavy? Is that why people... It's very heavy. It's 85 okay. pounds. Oh, for 85 for a 12 foot... Yeah, sure. She's but- looking great. <laughs> She's looking really good. 85 I'm 12 foot, 85 <laughs> pounds. <laughs> I finally reached my goal weight. <laughs> <laughs> Go height. Uh-huh. I think, but the thing is, it's it's this skeleton. I don't even know if I want it anymore. But I started about two years ago, actively trying. There are are Facebook groups. What? There are alerts. They release small amounts of this skeleton every now and then. And right now, it's in season. Right. And I finally found one. 
And I had to get it. Even they're though scarce. They're super scarce. It's the Home Depot skeleton. It's a massive deal. And once people put it up, you usually leave it up all year. And you can buy other <laughs> outfits for it. You can buy Santa Claus outfits for it. What? You can, I, the, the guy that I bought it from just told me that he had a friend that dresses it up like Cupid for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Do you know who would love this? Ooh. Turtle Creek Lane. Oh, yes. How is she, she not doing her I like Valentine's skeleton one. and this sort of thing? Do you think she's been involved? I wonder if she's after one and she can't get her hands on one. I wonder one. if she's going to get an exclusive partnership where she's going to become the skeleton. <laughs> 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 we can get a Turtle Creek Lane exclusive skeleton. We can have her in your yard. <laughs> For listeners who are not aware of, uh, this is a someone who occasionally pops on, up on the podcast. <laughs> she's from Dallas. She's Mormon. She's living it up in a way that should be illegal. Mm-hmm. Uh, just having the time of her life decorating her home constantly. Just it's, yards away from where George Bush lives, I is believe. Is that true? I think she lives in like Preston Hollow area because I've looked at her up before. Wow, junior or senior? Well, wait. Uh, junior. Junior. Yeah, yeah I senior, think it would be yeah, junior yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah. I'm not describing George Bush's grave. <laughs> she lives Everything in a cemetery. <laughs> That's why she's a skeleton. It's part, yeah, it's part of her training part to of become this giant skeleton. Exactly, yeah. I'm I, moving in next to a grave. <laughs> but yeah, who knows? I mean, I, you've, you've seen my house. I live in a guest house. You're right. So you've, the house that you live at has a big backyard yeah. that you kind of can claim as your own. Yeah. And so you've got plenty of room. I have room. I haven't cleared it with like the person who owns the front house right. that I'm going to have a 12-foot skeleton back there. I wonder how she'll feel. I think she'll be okay with it. Uh, if she isn't, then we can have a discussion, but it's not going anywhere. She can move it. I, I, look, it's already happened. I've already wrecked my car. It's already, the blue book value has gone down because of the skeleton. <laughs> Tell me how much one of these skeletons costs. So the, I'm going to be honest with you. The skeleton is $300. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, but the thing is, in the retail world, mm-hmm. they have been spiking this up. And so you can buy it online for about 900 to a thousand collector's item. It's a collector's item. So if you buy it on the market retail, okay. that is the steal. Because wow. otherwise, I have been very close to buying like a seven hundred and fifty dollars skeleton. And this is the wrong priorities, and I fully understand that. I think there have to be some of your listeners who are a twelve foot skeleton crew, and I, I like for you to rise up and defend me. Uh, it's just very difficult. To, I'm very proud, but I'm telling you, I was on the ground. I fell on the ground trying to push it in. Does it fit onto, like, it's not in a shopping cart, obviously. It's on one of no, their flatbed The kind of dolly. Things, the thing yeah, I was throwing yeah. sandbags on earlier, it, earlier this year in a panic. Exactly. Yeah. Um, For okay. the hurricane? Yeah, during, the, no, the no, during the floods. Oh, wow. Classic flooding situation. Um, so, But you push it out into the parking lot. Yeah. Did you do self-checkout, by the way? I did uh, uh, customer service. I did like internet purchase. So oh, I, I wow. I reserved it. You had to. There were only six left when I got it. Wow. Which, to be honest, is a lot. And I actually spiraled because I said, oh, is it in demand now? Does that mean it's not as cool? Oh, interesting. I thought about it. I was like, oh, is everyone going to have one? <laughs> so now I'm just going to, everyone's going to be putting their skeletons up the same day. I'm shocked there aren't more. I mean, it's just plastic, right? Uh, I think there's some metal rods. It's a in whale there too. bone. It's whale bone. <laughs> this whale thing bone. is very it's, it's illegal. Whale bone carved into human bone. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is created by poachers. Yeah, and it has it has eyes that light up. They move oh, around. They move around. I've yeah. never seen. I don't think I've ever seen one in person, or I guess on foot. Maybe I've driven past, or yeah, driven yeah, past yeah, one. Yeah. That's not on foot. Well, that's why they're sparse. I, I do think I'm going to put it in the little wooded area because there's a fence on the other side of the fence. I'm going to put it maybe leaning over the fence. May I suggest? Yeah, what do you think? The gazebo. 
Okay. <laughs> there is kind of an old, overgrown gazebo in the yeah. corner. That feels like a good idea. To, can it sit down? I think it can. To have that thing with its arm kind of casually <laughs> sitting out of the gazebo. There's. I'll tell you what. No matter how many of those have been sold, none of them is in, currently in a gazebo. That's correct. You. I mean, you're missing out. I mean, can you fit it through the gazebo door? That's the big question. I think so. I think I'd have to build it inside the gazebo. The gazebo <laughs> has gone a little crazy oh. as of late. There's a gazebo on, on my property, and, and it's gotten really overgrown. What's happening in there? It's just a lot of weeds growing mm. up around there. It's 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 getting a little shoddy over there. Interesting. Uh, it's it's getting kind of kind of wild. Are there any yard. animals currently in there? Uh, no, not in the gazebo, but okay. I did see a gray fox in my yard the other day. You saw a fox? I saw a fox. Is a gray fox actually gray, or is that just the name? Yes, gray on the jacket, like on the on the, on the the shoulders. And the, but and still the, orange everywhere else? I think so. On the on the head, there's a little bit of a gray. So it's uh, like a silver sense. fox. Like a silver fox, it's yeah. kind of a daddy fox. <laughs> a daddy fox. There's a daddy fox in my yard. And <laughs> <laughs> he wants to take me to Palm Springs. <laughs> I'm not leaving. Until I'll help you put up the skeleton, whatever it takes. Just go on a weekend, exactly. an overnight. Please, please. He's always shaking one of those martini shakers. It's too much. Um, well, that, I'm very excited for you. Thank I, um, you. Uh, I'll have to come by and see the skeleton at some point. Yes, you I will. would love to stand next to it and just like to feel what it feels like next to a 12 foot being. I know. I'm thinking about that too because I'm six foot two, which means right. it's twice my size. <laughs> And I I can't kind of grasp how big 12 feet is. Right. Which makes you feel so stupid. I feel like I should. <laughs> 12 feet? I mean, yeah, I feel like even when you uh, meet someone who's seven feet tall, there's no preparing you for that feeling where it's just like, no. this is not something I see. No. This tall, is... Yeah. And and I am I definitely have tall privilege. Right. And because I'm a little taller. So when I meet someone that's like 6'5 six, or 6'6, six, six, that is jarring. And I'm <laughs> Even to up, you. Even to me. Mm-hmm. And then I get to look up. But something that I don't think tall people talk about a lot, it, what's difficult is you, everyone that looks up at me is getting kind of my my chin Your Worst view. angle. You know, my worst oh, angle all the time. All the time. <laughs> They're so, getting what you should not do for a selfie. Exactly. You're getting the worst <laughs> angle. Like, you, as a photographer, people would say, we well, got to move. But you're getting it all the time. <laughs> You're getting my chin, you're getting my little double chin, you're getting my little bubble down there, you know? And it's frustrating. Bubble? <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Listener, there's no bubble. Uh, I mean, and if you have a bubble yourself, that's fine. But I'm just going to say, Pat, there's no bubble. Okay. There's not like a bullfrog bubble no, on your it's not. neck. Sometimes it feels like that. Sometimes the double chin feels like a bit, a bit of a bullfrog I've never thought bubble. about that. That's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, everybody's getting... But you also don't want to shoot down. You don't want to shoot down. I also... In on Zooms and stuff, I am told that when I meet somebody on Zoom and then I meet them in person, mm-hmm. I look shorter on Zoom. Interesting. And they think I'm a short person, and then we meet and they go, "Oh, you're really tall. You look short on Zoom." I was just talking to somebody that was telling me they thought I was tall, and it's absolutely the first time in history that anyone has even thought about that in regards to me. I can see you being tall. Over I the internet, say, you could see me being a tall energy. I can, but wow. here's, but here's what I'm going to say, and I don't want to take, I don't want you to take offense to this. I think if you were tall, you would be gaunt. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that would be. Yeah, this uh, complexion should not be tall. <laughs> I think it would be. It would feel it, a little haunted mansion. It I becomes think. scary. Yeah, 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 it becomes yeah. looming. It becomes it would be looming. Uh, constantly coming out of the shadows. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, so. I think so. And so I think I think your height suits you very well. Right. And, and, That's good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> 
and the word is in. <laughs> you don't have to worry about this anymore. Yeah, that does. That and I don't sense. want to take offense, and I don't want any of your listeners to, you know, <laughs> to come after to you. To come after me. I've already, I've already come out. Go strong. after him. I've already, already trauma dumped and talked about my skeleton, and then I've called you gaunt. <laughs> this is not the way I wanted to introduce myself. This is not how you should have entered the world stage, and this is the world stage. <laughs> this is the world stage. <laughs> this is sort of, you know. We're talking UN st- level. Yeah. Every nation wow. is hearing your voice right now. Wow. Everyone has those little translators. Yeah, they have the translator. <laughs> I love those little translators. <laughs> I love watching the translator uh, during a UN or whatever. It's yeah. a fascinating thing. It's incredible. Ooh, I just heard a loud scream. I know. Uh, rest in peace. <laughs> Um, this is a spooky episode. This I, is, think. I mean, I think we're Octoberish, aren't we, Annalise? Yeah. Octoberish. Have you know, a spooky season came early this year, and 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 October stuff like like pumpkin spice came like September first this year. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like everyone's ready for spooky season as soon as possible. I think we needed a treat and we needed a distraction. Right. And August went by in a flash. Yeah. We loved how quickly August. Everyone agrees it went by in a flash. Absolutely. It's no unanimous. matter what was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, of course, we get into these fall flavors and in Los Angeles, none of it makes any sense. No. Um, which is fine. We're, we deal with that. Yeah. But I, I imagine in other climates, September 1st, the school bell is ringing. Um whatever other things happen in the fall are happening. <laughs> sure. Uh, start to click in for people so it makes sense. Yeah. They're warming up with their little warm drink. They're doing something. <laughs> they need something to be warm about. And meanwhile, the rest of us are like, we're going to have a blackout because everyone's air conditioning is on at full speed. <laughs> and how will I make it through the night? Exactly. And that's the next six weeks for us. Yeah, that's it. Up until basically Thanksgiving, probably. October is so hot in L.A. Hot, hot, hot. Very rough. Um, I saw someone in L.A. recently say, goodbye summer. And it's like, no. No, you're performing. <laughs> That's a performance. Summer's not over. Yeah, it's just performing. beginning. Yeah. Where, where, where were they saying it? Just like. They were, uh, they were someone on Instagram. Okay. Was just like, so maybe they were on the world stage. Oh, maybe they were maybe on they the world stage. they have their own little platform. Goodbye summer. <laughs> <laughs> Shouting into a tree. <laughs> um, obviously, everything you've done until right now has been a massive distraction, trying to get my uh, my head off of what's really happening on the podcast. Yeah. The podcast is called I Said No Gifts. Mm. Patrick, you and I have known each other for a long time, probably probably over a decade at this point. It has been over a decade, Maybe yeah. 12 years. Yeah. Should we sit here and try to figure it out for the listener? Get down to brass tacks? Let's get down to brass tacks. I think it might have been, I think it's 11 years. 11 Actually, years. 11 years like this month. Okay, speaking If I'm thinking, 2012. Um, okay, so it's been a long time. I tr- have, until this point, been like, I trust Patrick. I'll tell other people about him. Great guy. Nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. Podcast, as I said seconds ago, I said no gifts. So we had the whole, whole kerfuffle with your skeleton. That was a nightmare for me. Then you were asking to pack into my driveway. Separate nightmare for me. Um <laughs> And now here we are. We're just going to approach the third nightmare, which is you obviously brought a gift in you know, a bag, <laughs> a, a, a nondescript bag with no other details. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously a gift for me. Um, what's going on? Well, I, to be honest, would feel like a fool empty handed. And mm-hmm. I, I thought it would be nice to. Re- bring you this thing and, and to be honest these are these are several things in here and they're, oh. they're handcrafted <laughs> oh boy and i made them myself interesting and i got 
into quite a tear making these things. <laughs> and so I don't want to say that it is fully selfless. I don't think, I, I do think these would be really helpful for you in general to mm-hmm. have. But I also think that, I guess maybe there was a little bit of show off. Oh, interesting. Maybe, maybe being like, this is a skill that I now have. A little braggadocio. You know, a little braggadocio. A little, a little. You know, I love a personalized gift. That's oh, my. That's the yeah. way. I I work really hard at making something that, or giving something that feels like it really came from me. Not that right. I picked it up from a store. And then if the gift is bad, the person still can't say anything. Exactly, and right. they can't return it. They can't return. it. <laughs> <laughs> because you the internet try. has you no value. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, uh, should I open it here on the podcast? You can't open it. Please do. Okay, I'm going to pull. There's a thin item. Yeah, I'm not going to guess which every out. one of these is, but this feels, it's probably a trading card thickness, and but a little bent on the edge, so it almost feels like it's broken off of a, like the side of a car or something. Let's mm. see what's happening. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. So it's a little, I, I would say, almost a decoration. Yeah. Like a, something you could place on a shelf or above the toilet or... Sure. Uh, hang from your uh, rear view mirror it's clear uh, like a uh, what is this it's not opaque translucent thank you Um, and you've colored it in with some yellow and blue and greens and it says why is drama so delicious (laughs) (laughs) so let me tell you what the theme is right away I've gotten into shrinky dinks recently wait what is this do you know what shrinky dinks are no I have no idea shrinky dinks are a thing kids do them where you draw on like basically paper all right um, with with watercolor pencil and you put them in the oven and it shrinks them down. Oh! And so I made a lot of shrinky dink art for you <laughs> today. Some of it relating to the podcast, some of it relating to you. I thought, why is drama so delicious? Would be a fun phrase. I also want to reiterate. Unfortunately, when you make shrinky dink art, you have to write everything backwards. So a lot of that is I, I did the question mark backwards, oh, the okay. H backwards, accidentally. I tried my hardest. Everything I spelled, you have to remember, I wrote backwards. For the most part, it uh, you did an excellent job. I would have never guessed. It was close. Um, and the the initial H is backwards, but you're so into the, reading the other words that right. you forget it. It's and in the drama's past. so big. Drama's huge. <laughs> delicious is in cursive. Absolutely. Okay, so shrinky dinks. Shrinky dinks. D- do you buy like a kit? You buy a kit, yeah. You and can buy a kit, and it comes with giant laminated pieces of paper. Okay. And then you have watercolor pencils, and you give stencils. Right. And you can freehand, or you can do something else. And then you preheat the oven to what temperature? 325. And then you just place it, like, on the... On a cookie sheet. Oh, on a cookie sheet. For so like, it's not ruining ovens. No, no, no. Not ruining ovens for, like, one to five minutes. Okay. Fast. And you watch them shrink really fast. How big are they initially? They're like a regular sheet of paper, like okay. eight and a half by 11, or however that this is. This was eight and a half by 11? Yeah, that was big. And now it's the quarter of the size. Yeah. Uh, listener, if you're as ignorant as I am, the shrinky dink uh, is very small at this point. Yeah. It's, um, it's probably the size of a mirror you would pull from your purse. Yes, it is. It's basically a purse mirror. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think everyone knows that Maybe measurement. I'll carry that in my purse. <laughs> your mirror is full of purses. I'm just uh, rooting through my bag, pulling that out in front of a cashier. Where's my wallet? <laughs> oh, there I am. There's the money. <laughs> Okay, so I love this. Why is drama so delicious? What do you think? Uh, I, for me, why is drama so delicious? It's um, because my life is so unbelievably dull. 
Mm-hmm. I love when somebody brings a mess into my situation that I get to observe from afar. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we've both brought d- drama into each other's lives that somebody else's, and it's always a great feeling. Yeah, yeah. We've we've had some lunches together where we sit down and, and we, we, we eat as much food as we eat drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels very nice, and it's a release. Yeah, it is it's a release. It's a release, and it's... Uh, you know, that's why I read tabloids. Exactly. Um, okay, let me get back into the bag. Okay, what I think you should maybe do is pour all of those out onto you think? some sort of base. Or you can, or you can do I it one by one. I want to keep pulling. Okay, keep I pulling. I want to keep pulling. I found a very small one. Okay, let's see what this, this one is. One, oh, very cute. It's a little pig in a one piece. <laughs> and that's a stencil. Kind of a unitard. Yeah, that's a pig in a one piece. <laughs> so that's for you. And and again, handmade. <laughs> That's a stencil. The stencil was there, but would you believe? You had to believe? color it pink and green. Yeah, I had to color it pink and green. Okay, but this isn't like, um, this has nothing to do with Peppa Pig. This no. This is X, uh, X brand. It is not related to Peppa Pig at all. Okay. No, And there is a little hole in the top if you want to make it a keychain or some sort oh, of not lanyard or necklace, maybe. Do you have any keychain stuff? What's on your keychain? I have uh, this Texas keychain for this musician, Charlie Crockett, that okay. I like. And is that and also then, a bottle opener? This is a bottle opener, too. That's yeah. very convenient. And it's in the shape of Texas, and it has CC on it for Charlie Crockett. I don't feel like I have anything currently on my keychain other than like my library card. I read. Yeah. Wow. I read. Um, a Ralph's card. Okay. Save my big savings. Yeah. And then a third rock climbing gym. Oh, yeah. Which we've done together. Yeah. So then you bailed. And well, I bailed, but also <laughs> let's talk about it. We got the top road certification. We both went together. We were going yes. for a while. Uh, we got certified to help each other do the top roping. Right. And during the test, I accidentally let you fall a little bit. And you've never let <laughs> me live it down. Accidentally is a carefully chosen <laughs> word. We don't know what was actually happening the, there. The 15-year-old girl that was that was supervising us, that was going <laughs> to give us the certification, was talking to me about something. And you jumped because there's the whole thing where you're supposed to surprise me with a jump. <laughs> That's right. That's such and a weird move. And you surprised me with a jump while she was talking. Oh, wow. And I forgot you, about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you were in free fall and you freaked out. <laughs> I'm kind of a master of surprise. You are. I shocked you in a way you that are. almost ended my life. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> and man, oh man, would that have been on my hands. I um, Yeah, we rock climbed together for a while and yeah. we usually do bouldering, which is without the ropes. Yes. Um, we both passed the test with the top roping where you're pulling each other up and down the wall right. and then never tried it again. And now I don't know any of the things. No, I don't remember any of them at all. So I would have to retrain. Because there's all this stuff you have to repeat to each other mm-hmm. and say and back there's and like, forth. It's almost like a trust exercise, which gets a little uncomfortable. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like looking into each other's eyes and saying, I did this. It did, did you do this? It did feel very bonding. It felt very mm-hmm. like we are in this together. Right. Yeah. And you immediately broke my trust. <laughs> I know. It's been hard to live that down. Um, I'm still going to the rock climbing gym. I don't give up. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I choose to do something and I follow through. Sure. I'm going to let that pass as a slight. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if that's what you meant it as. It felt like it could have been, but I'm going to choose just to let it go right by because there are many things that I commit to and some people <laughs> call me the most committed. In many ways, many capacities. Biking is one that I do. <laughs> I'm just, uh, you know, personal experience uh, yeah. <laughs> from my little keyhole into your life. Sure. I've seen you give up immediately. Okay. Immediately. <laughs> yes. Okay. I want to remind you that I've been rock climbing on and off since 2015. <laughs> so as much as I quit, I do restart. <laughs> um, well, I'm still having a good time there, but I will say anytime there are children present, my enjoyment it drops by probably 40%. And that's the question. How 
can you take control and let kids know not to mess with you without violating any sort of thing? Right, without being like the mean adult. You can't spray like, them with water that they have. Yeah, you can't be the kind of grumpy guy. That, right, the they don't want to be that person. Kind of character. Yeah, <laughs> I would embrace witch character. The witch okay. at the rock climbing. <laughs> <laughs> the rock climbing witch. <laughs> That's a children's book. It's about, and it's based on you. It's about a witch that starts rock climbing and then she decides to give up. And then she has to learn to commit. Wow. To make it to the top of the uh, cliff to and, get to her and uh, who knew, cauldron. Who knew that witches still need to learn lessons after all they've lived? I'm going to write that book. She leaves her broom at the top of the cliff and has to climb back up. That's really good. Interesting story. Oh, that's very interesting. interesting. And the moral is never give up. Never give up. Wow. Never give up. Um, okay, so I'm still rock climbing. I'm doing all these great things. Yes. Um, let's get back into the bag. Okay. Okay, this is a bigger one. Oh, and I should say the pig was very tiny. I mean, pig is it's little, much yeah. smaller. Little pig. Now I'm pulling out another thing. Oh, this, this is... says, oh, this is very nice. I made you a personalized placard. It says, I said no gifts with Bridger Weiniger, and almost every letter is headed the right direction outside of the final G in my name. <laughs> the G. Oh, and the H on the width. Oh. Um, so this may be thrown oh, away. Oh, yeah, that might be uh, thrown might be away. Destroyed. Yeah. It's not perfect. Yeah, thrown into and I the understand. ocean. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, this is good. <laughs> That's where the, I take all my plastics. This is great. Yeah. They're going to love this. Or I'll take it to one of those grates that says no dumping with the dolphin on it. And I say, well, <laughs> I'm the exception to the rule. Here's my garbage. <laughs> it all goes into the ocean. You're just going to push all this plastic into a sewer. Um, this is very sweet. I have a, a couple of shelves in my office where I've been collecting all my gifts, and this can go right oh, up there. perfect. To kind of, I've always felt like um, should the, a burglar come into that, they'll see all of this kind of just... These items have no relation to each other, and they'll be baffled. Yes. And I want to think about the burglar in this moment. That's think, nice. What if they saw this, and they're a listener to the podcast, and then it clicks for them? And they'll be like, wow. <laughs> if they're the listener to the, what if they're listening to you while they're burgling? What a great thing to do while you're burgling. <laughs> Put in your AirPods uh, or other brand. I don't care. And then you're getting into somebody's home. You're a cat burglar. Yes. You need something. You're bored. I love that. You're alone. You're in your black unitard. Yeah. And you're listening to me and Patrick. Yes. That's a great thing. That's a great tip for a burglar. Such a stressful job. Oh, I actually think, and I want to hear your uh, your response to this, but I think if I were to become a career criminal, mm -hmm. cat burglar. I mean, no question, that's what I am. Career criminal. Mm -hmm. What would you be? Cat burglar as in stealing little things here and there. No, as in like, you know, I'm in the full suit, head okay. to toe black, sleek. Yeah. I'm uh, frequently on all fours, crawling around. Oh, very stealthy, agile. Like dropping from the ceiling. Yeah. Frequently like in a museum, mm -hmm. uh, stealing the most rare jewel. Oh, wow. That would be... Number one for me. That sounds fun. I would probably get into mo money laundering because you could <laughs> you could build some wild business. Oh, I, there, there was this, there was a business in um, Boston. I went to school in Boston, and there's a business in the North End that I used to walk by all the time. It was just called What Do You Need, uh -huh. and it said like dog sitting, babysitting, <laughs> oh, this is a bad front. appliance repair. It was a guy I think that bought a storefront. And just said, what do you need? And you would walk in and you'd say, what? I need to work on cyber. I need like someone to work on my computer. He goes, I'll do that. This is kind of the original version of like a uh, task grab. Yes. What was that? Fiverr or whatever. Yeah, where you yeah, just yeah. pay people to do but stuff. But he just was a man that sat in a store. 
Did you ever have him do something for you? No, but I used to walk by all the time and I looked it up the other day and and unfortunately, I think TaskRabbit did shut What Do You oh, Need down. Oh boy, oh boy. Because he's probably got a lot on his plate. Right. And he probably can't compete with Brick tech. and mortar, the death of brick and mortar. But something like that or something really fun, like some weird store that sells very specific trinkets or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then all day you sit around and kind of just kind of fuck around or you sit in the front and you just smoke a cigarette with your friends and then you say you're a store. That sounds kind of fun. That does sound nice. You get to pick the music that's coming over the speakers. You get to kind of design the store. You get to respond to Yelp reviews like, I, I'm sorry that your uh, your experience wasn't great. Uh, I DM'd you. Let's take care exactly. of this. That kind of thing. And you're never going to get fired unless your bosses get arrested. Right. Right. So so because they don't care how the business is going. So it's the perfect situation. You so, can do whatever you want. Oh, so in this situation, you're not the head of the criminal enterprise. No. You're, th- you're being used. I'm being used. and I But I still think it's criminal. Okay, I mean, right? you know, it is criminal. You've agreed to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just assuming that you had some illicit business that you were then washing through your jewelry store. No, I'm just washing. I'm just okay. the washer. I think that's all I would want to do. Okay. I, I wouldn't want to do any sort of illicit business where I'm moving money around. Right. Stealing things. But I think I could be a good face for something. Interesting. Okay. Really that, I think that's a nice business. And no, not that many people get hurt. No, not really. Except for all of the people that were defrauded by your boss. Exactly. But at the end of the day, uh, so was I. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're, you are a victim here. You can be counted among the other victims. Exactly. I'm ready to be a victim. <laughs> Happy to be a perp until I become a victim. <laughs> okay. I'm ready to go. All right. Let's reach into the bag again. Okay. I don't think you understand how many things are in I'm, this bag. I, I don't care. <laughs> This podcast can be nine hours. Okay, let's do I'm it. I'm the boss. Let's buckle up. Okay, let's see. This says, uh, I'll see you in court crossed out. Then it says, I'll see you in shorts. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun phrase, I think. I, I came up with that as I was drawing it. That's a great, that is a great <laughs> decoration. That's a fun thing. That could be on any pillow. I can see it being on a kitchen, in the kitchen, on a pillow. I'll see you in shorts is kind of a fun. It's kind of sexual <laughs> harassment. Yeah. You're like, what's the, what's the situation where instead of saying, I'll see you in court you're saying i'll see you in it's shorts. almost more of a threat <laughs> I know. Uh, the punishment, for, the punishment <laughs> is seeing someone in shorts yeah it's like <laughs> when are like you're gonna be spying on me or you're going to force me into them how are you going to like, get me into the shorts instead of suing you i'm taking you on vacation is kind of another way you can think of it <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny thing to something to do to somebody who's wronged you they're like patrick's coming for me i know he's hiring a lawyer and then you take them on vacation instead. Exactly. Oh, and that's very un- unnerving. Because <laughs> I think you're going to kill them on, like, <laughs> exactly. out on sea or whatever. On a boat, push you off style. the cruise. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that. Have you ever done that? Where and that is that is a reaction. Not that exact thing, but that's a reaction I have sometimes. Where I go, this person has been so awful to me. I'm going to be so unbelievably nice to them for so long, <laughs> and I just really feel like it's revenge. I try to do that, and unfortunately, I. My hatred is always so large mm. that it does not allow the energy to be kind. I get very jealous of people that can be chill with their hatred, that can <laughs> quietly hate someone. Because I'm somebody that's like, this will not stand. <laughs> but see, I like if I tried, I'm also so unbelievably fragile that when they're horrible to me while I'm doing this fake nice thing, I'm crying. I'm <laughs> immediately crying. Right. <laughs> 
Tears in my eyes. It's my voice hard. is cracking. I'm like, oh, <laughs> they win again. It's too hard. So I guess you. I guess you'll just see them in court. I'll see not you in, in court. Shorts. I need an attorney to as the middleman. <laughs> okay, we're reaching. Or a tailor. <laughs> <laughs> I had these shorts made for you. <laughs> <laughs> I had these shorts made for you. <laughs> they they uh, fit your thighs perfectly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Good I'm reaching luck. back in now. This actually feels like a keychain. Let's see. Oh, it says Bridger. Oh, it says nice. Bridger. I made you a personalized keychain. <gasps> That's great. This yeah. is uh, this has to go on my keys. That'll oh, remind yeah. everybody. And it has a little. I would say this is either a worm crawling across a baguette or like a red rock in the desert. <laughs> yeah, that, those are great choices. I was going for spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> But I didn't have white, so I couldn't make a plate. So it's just a loose pile of spaghetti with meatballs and sauce. I see it now. I do see it now. <laughs> but what a nice uh, Rorschach test of... Yeah, exactly. Suddenly we know exactly what I'm thinking. Exactly. Gross thoughts I'm having. Yeah, I thought you could... And I this think there is, is another nice. keychain in there, okay, too. Okay, I'm going to keep That I think reading. you're going to like. Yeah, this came with a whole set. Oh, another keychain. Okay. Oh, here it is. Oh, this is Bad Boy. It's, so I don't even need the Bridger. Everyone no, knows who this is. You can is. use Bad Boy. And, and I actually did screw this up. I put the hole on the bottom instead of the top. Well, that's a Bad Boy move. It's a Bad Boy move. <laughs> but I'm not I, putting I it on bad right. Bad Boy maybe the best one I did because it's got a pink and a blue vibe. The bees are just uh, sensational. <laughs> and I just think it's really fun. There's a nasty energy here that... Uh, <laughs> Nobody can deny. Exactly. You hand that to a valet and they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this guy, do not screw Trying him. to uh, emulate those kind of rancid stickers you could get for 50 cents that would come out in those little sleeves. I'm not, uh, I don't like know if I'm familiar skate, with these. Like at skadiums or whatever, at oh, like roller rings. You're saying a lot of words that I don't understand. I mean, I obviously <laughs> know what a skadium is, but I've never heard that before. There's those things that are like, like oh, I think maybe there's a place in Arlington, Texas, where I'm from, that's just called the skadium. Skadium. The Arlington Skadium. We had classic Some, skating. Classic skating. That's all. It maybe it's like name. a roller away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th I think skadium. maybe it's the skadium is branded. Maybe, please don't come after me, skadium. <laughs> If you can, if you've mobilized, <laughs> I. But I. But you see those. You know, it's just like the weird garbage pail kids. Like, oh right, or there's uh, like stickers. kind of a, like a um like an angel that's in some risque clothing. Totally, this kind of thing. Always a Tweety Bird in a, in a hoodie or something. Oh, love her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love. Oh, you love Tweety Bird. That's interesting. <laughs> Keep digging. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay, <laughs> go back into this. Okay, I'm. There, I feel like there are two things. In, oh, there are actually quite a few things. Yeah, there's a lot of things. Uh, okay, in there. I'm going to pull one out. It a may not be very Tweety similar, Bird related. So. Now, this is I Said No Gives Again. It's a little banner. This is almost like a miniature thing that could go on a train set. Oh, yeah, perfect. A little flag or what yeah. have you. Oh, it is a, it is, again, is a um, piece of merch, essentially. It it's could go merch. on a keychain. And you can sell this. I'm going to sell them. I figured you could sell. <laughs> this is any of the stuff you could just, just go ahead and sell. one of a kind merch. Yeah, I thought I'd come on and just build you some merch. <laughs> That's a very cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. I'm going to force somebody else to put that on their keychain as advertising. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. Someone who really owes you something. Yeah. Someone yes. who screwed up big time. <laughs> okay, now I'm pulling out. Oh, no, this is an even smaller keychain that says crushable with a small happy face on it. <laughs> How many keychains do you think I have? <laughs> well, you have a lot more now. <laughs> I think this one is, you know, I got into a tear of writing little phrases. So there's a lot of tiny phrases mm -hmm. in here that you can ascribe to or not ascribe to, and you can even assign these to other people. This, this is perfect for when Jim leaves me. 
Perfect. I like. I have to take everything else else off my keychain. I put this on as kind of yeah. a pathetic attempt to get somebody else to look. It's at gonna me. be like the black smoke of Bridger being single. It's gonna be like the <laughs> coming from the from the chimney. Everyone American. notices the tiny crushable keychain on your. <laughs> it's so small that uh, whoever notices it has to really be observing me. Exactly, and they'll realize, oh, this person's desperate. You're catching them. Okay, I'm, I've got a catch. Okay, now we're reaching back in. Yeah, I went I went hog wild. I'll tell you how I'm, easy it is to make shrinky dinks. You just kind of keep going. Okay. <laughs> now I think this may be this is a bird. Yeah. With a little yellow bird with big eyes and you know an orange beak. Is so, this Tweety Bird? If if you're going to believe it, I drew that Tweety Bird completely from memory and without a stencil. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a period of time where I just kind of started drawing what I would imagine things would be for you. <laughs> I said, I think he's going to want some sort of version of a Tweety Bird. Well, you know, uh, something that I used to do a lot was create um, on-demand Valentines for people. And I'd say, what's your favorite cartoon really? uh, or video game character? And then within seconds, this is, I'm very good at it. I've created a drawing of your favorite cartoon or video game character with a Valentine's phrase related to the... Uh, character no way maybe i'll do that for you during the pop no that's a little involved I the listener that. doesn't want that so I, this is kind of related to that's that that's kind of related did you have a cartoon character that was your calling card i feel like every kid had a cartoon character they could draw really fast. taz tasmanian devil no way um he's my favorite he's pretty easy to draw okay his eyes are one thing yeah so you don't have to do two eyes yeah and then the nose is right there in the middle and he's kind of just a chicken drum top Mm. Um, <laughs> Everyone describes him as that. And I, when I was in about fourth grade, it was kind of the peak of before it was an ironic thing to do, wear Looney Tunes shirts where they're in various streetwear or totally. jerseys and they were like flashing gang signs or what yeah. have you. Looney Tunes just really had kind of a public domain moment <laughs> where it was like the University of Nevada had Bugs Bunny right. smoking a cigarette on Everywhere. it. Yeah. Um, what was yours? I knew how to draw I think it was this dragon. I didn't I didn't know how to draw any specific character. Oh, interesting. But it was this dragon that I learned from some sort of art book. Oh, how boring. Um it was very boring. <laughs> and I and I remembered I had a very specific way of drawing children and and people uh -huh. and their eyes were so big and they looked like boobs looking back at it. <laughs> I made the eyes so big. Eyes almost always look like boobs when you first start start drawing and that's why you have to get to the rest of the face features quickly. Yes. Because yeah. otherwise, if somebody uh, observes you, let's say you're drawing in class, they're like, pervert. Stop but right then there. you get a, a nose in there, a mouth, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's unfair that people jump to that conclusion It is unfair. I will say, to counter that, when I was in, oh, man, I must have been in maybe kindergarten or first grade. My mom was a teacher at a uh, kind of an inner city school in Fort Worth that was only sixth graders. Okay. And I went with her to class, and I was, for some reason, sitting in the back of the class. She was just letting us kind of walk around class, which was, <laughs> for a 12-year-old, probably was a little much. But this kid was like, look at this, and he had drawn like a naked woman's boobs and 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 uh vagina her entire anatomy and in her entire anatomy no head no arms oh okay so this <laughs> and no, is not no, nothing below the knees fair to women not fair to women okay. and i said and i told him that <laughs> and i said hold on a minute sir this is not a feminist message i said this is not feminist i told him i was i was i was six and i said this is i cannot stand for this what was your actual reaction i remember being like what is that kind of being like what <laughs> oh, yeah you know, and then and then we just kind of moved on. <laughs> but just thinking about a twelve-year-old drawing a naked woman for a six-year-old, you know, what's what's going on in all of that circle of life? <laughs>
that's the circle of life. I feel like that's exactly what needs to be happening. Actually, the circle of life. Of course. Yeah, I'm trying to wonder if like who the like pervert boy was for me, uh, like showing me all those things, and I can't really recall. I mean, I think within Mormonism that always everybody's very on alert about showing that kind of thing publicly. Right. So I don't remember there ever being like an older boy being like, look at this. Yeah. I do remember being in a tent at Boy Scout camp and every other one of the boys was talking about their, basically their sexual fantasies. We were like in seventh grade and I'm sitting there gay, yeah. have no interest in women whatsoever, silent. After the camping trip, my dad was there. I'm the one who gets a firm talking to. Really? I'm the one who gets in trouble. I didn't say a peep. Meanwhile, <laughs> Sam is, you know... Perving it up. <laughs> so I guess that's kind of my whole thing. Uh, so I was out of it for a while. Did you ever have the experiences where people were like looking at nude magazines together? Because I'm going to be honest. Oh, as yeah. a, as a, I, I was never quite involved with that. I think I was at some sort of maybe middle school or high school party where like we turned on like Skinamax or whatever. Right, right. Just kind of sitting around watching it. But I always was like, and because I'm like, you know, little quiet queer boy too, being like, am am I supposed to like have an erection right now? Is it important for me? Will they notice? Well, is, or do we all have is one? Is going to be a test? What's the performativeness of this? Yeah. How do I need to engage in this to make sure that I'm right there with everybody? But this, no this did uh, like my friend group began like in late elementary beginning middle school like we're watching late night cable yeah and i it allowed me because i naturally had no interest in it whatsoever but like that didn't click for me that it was just who i was it allowed me and this probably just speaks volumes about who i am i kind of just felt like i was taking the high road okay it's like well i'm making the right choice yeah you were like but it's because it was the easiest thing in the world for me to be like oh i don't want to see naked women yeah uh on cable exactly uh moral (laughs) yeah Yes. No, I won't be doing that. Sorry, guys. I like respecting a woman. I'm going to heaven. <laughs> you guys have fun with cable. I'm going to heaven. <laughs> I, hope, I hope this feels good for now because it's going to burn for eternity. You're going to be very hot in a little while, especially if you die early. <laughs> Not me. Like a playground incident. Yeah, absolutely. You if better... you die tomorrow, you are toast, buddy. You are toast. Okay, let's reach back into the bag. Okay. Oh, I think we're... Uh, two left. I think there's more than two. Oh, you're kidding. Okay, no. I'm, I'm going to take out two at this point. Okay. One's a bunny. Is this supposed to be Bugs? That's supposed to be Bugs. I love Bugs Bunny. Bugs is great. I love when he dresses up as a lady. He's great. He's very funny. He's fantastic. He's, um, he does it all. He's, um, a rascal. Yeah. And then I, I did, I, I'm now, this is triggering a memory. I had a crush on Pepe Le Pew, who he- has been canceled <laughs> because he was kind of a rapey figure. That's true, I think. I you think they're like, let's get this guy. Uh, well, I know he's canceled, but you had a crush I on him. I had a crush on him, maybe skunk? in like kindergarten or first grade, because he was so, uh, he was like a handsome guy who was so sexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was after all the ladies. He was after all the ladies. And he was very cute. He was very confident, too. Yeah. Wow, I had forgotten about that completely. Wow, that's crazy. Interesting. I and should've... now he's gone. Well, I'm... You, can't, you can't do anything anymore. <laughs> you can't be a skunk that harasses women. Can you say Forget anything? Forget it. Absolutely not. The times have changed. He started an alt-right podcast. <laughs> you can't say anything anymore. <laughs> uh, um, and then the other thing is another keychain that says angel. It says angel on Speaking there, yeah. Speaking of heaven. Speaking of heaven. 
Well, this is kind of like um like a late nineties, early thousands. Like you went to the skate center and bought some trashy exactly. stuff. Exactly. I got kind of in the zone doing it yesterday, just cooking by the oven, you know? <laughs> and that's the fun thing. I cooked my art. I want to try this. You got What is it called? Come over. I actually have some ski- shrinky dinks. Shrinky dinks. And I, I don't think this is the real brand. I think this is a knockoff. Oh. I think shrinky dink is copyrighted. Is it kind of like I mean I this reminds me of creepy crawlers. Did you ever do those? Oh yeah. Is that like the boys' easy bake oven? Right, where you do little worms yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. Boys couldn't make cookies. No, no, no. Boys had to make worms. Useless rubber. Cookies are gay. <laughs> <laughs> Although the, uh, I mean, the colorful worms were a little gay. I'm making all sorts of absolutely. rainbow-esque worms. Worms? You know what and else it's is worm craft. Life? Yeah, absolutely. I loved the creepy crawlers. I know. Um, we gotta, we gotta destigmatize crafts in general. Oh yeah, everybody loves a craft. Yes. G- give me a break. Why You're at a table you? with friends making something. Absolutely. I think we're, as a society, turning towards crafts. It's like, we can all do a craft. I think so. I think so. And I hope so. I think I actually do think the new generation is very open to anything. If you like whatever, be into whatever. Let's make a craft. I've to- totally. I think when I was in Texas, there was a lot of fear of anything oh, meant yeah. anything else. You know what I mean? Very, very scary. Yeah, the only time we really, as... Uh, boys did a craft was on the 4th of July. Mm. Grandma had a craft to do. And I think that was the only time we were really allowed to do the craft. Interesting. Unless it was like a school project. We did have a... uh, This is where like Texas culture dips into like flamboyance and stuff. We had... I, Cub Scouts, we had a blue and gold uh-huh. banquet. We had a, a cake banking competition. Oh. And that was very exciting. Do you remember what your cake was? I had multiple cakes uh, <laughs> that I competed in. I did one, I believe, about... One of them was like American Heroes, and I think I did one about the creation of penicillin. Oh. And I made a cake with jelly beans, and I made a syringe out of jelly beans or something like that. Oh, that's very cute. Might have been my brother's. Yeah, but it was definitely, it was a blue and gold banquet, so it was a blue and gold syringe or something like right. that. Right. Uh, my grandma's allergic to penicillin. It's all tying together. Wow, Interesting see? how yeah. everything kind of connects. Interesting. I'm everything freaked out. Connects. This is so crazy. <laughs> this what? is a very spiritual <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having an experience. Okay, we're. Uh, I think this may be the final two. Okay. Once, uh, <laughs> once is get a life. Yeah. <laughs> These are both keychains, and one is just says shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was. Those are a little more sassy. <laughs> just in case you want to be a little sassy, and you can change your keychains every day if you want. My every fingers morning. will be raw. <laughs> Getting a keychain on is one of the hardest things you can possibly do. How have we not fixed that? I mean, this horrible circle. Oh, the metal ring that oh, somebody needs. Oh. Shark Tank opportunity. Absolutely. Let's get rid of the metal horrible ring that sticks into your fingers. Mm-hmm. And let's do something that you can that's durable, yeah. but is not dangerous. Totally. I think you should just dump out on the floor if there's any more let's in there. Here. I'm gonna. I'm not dumping. I'm not dumping. No dumping. Okay. Okay. Now I'm dumping because I couldn't feel anything. Maybe there's nothing more. That's in there. it. Was there some other thing that you were like, "This will be the final thing, and it'll ruin well, the podcast"? There's angel, and then there should be one that says devil. Oh, interesting. But maybe the devil disappeared. Oh. Now, I mean, after what we've okay, been talking about, yeah, that's a little spiritual podcast. Okay, it's gone. Wow, mm, that's freaky. Yeah, make of that what you will. <laughs> Believe it or not, there's a very dark energy right now. Absolutely, there's a dark mist surrounding. I us, can't believe I it. I don't like where this is headed. I cannot believe it. It's okay, okay, yeah, I've done it's so empty. much digging, and I'm very good at rooting around in a bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because that's all I do all day. I'm gonna uh, find a little personal bag. I'm gonna okay. find it hanging over me in the in okay, the night. It's gone. Okay, it's gone. Well, I believe you, know, you. People get that vibe from me anyway. They see, devil. they look, and they're like, "Who's this little devil?" Yeah, the little devil. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. I don't need no, a label. Need well, there you go. 
This is incredible. What a treasure trove of useful items. Yeah, really useful, right? I think that's what's nice. And I'm thinking if anybody wants one, just let me know and I'll just send one to you. And I'll send it hundreds and I'll send them. You'll let this, let this ruin your life. I'm going to let the, I'm going to take this over. I'm going to let this kind of be my thing. I've decided this is who I am now and so if you Devote guys are your interested, life to service. Yeah, I, I, this is service to me. It's and I can write this off and this is 501c3. It's all it's a nonprofit. All right. Well, um, I think it's time to play a game. Are you capable of playing a game? I am. Okay. Let's get into it here. This let's play a game. We're going to play Gift or a Curse. Great. And I need a number between one and 10 from you. Let's do three. Okay. Let me beep, 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 get into the dock here. Um, right now, you can recommend something, promote something. I encourage both. Do whatever you want with the microphone. I'll be right oh, back. Oh, great. So I am part of a, a, an improv podcast that Bridger has been a guest on. It's called Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists. Uh, it is an improvised roundtable where me and my friends Jeremy Colhane, Kylie Brakeman, and Angela Giratana always pick a different topic. When Bridger came on, he did food Silas. He played a very wonderful character named Michelle Brett, who is a, a, a very prolific food stylist. Uh, every episode is a different type of artist. So we have wedding DJs and directors and writers and people who all played one-line waiters in movies and all sorts of stuff. So check that out wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm also DJ on Radio Margaritaville on Sirius XM. So check that out. Sirius uh, Channel 24. Very nice. Both yeah. great things. Yeah, fun stuff. You're, I love your podcast. It's so funny, and uh, it was such an enjoyable time doing it, and no complaints. You were uh, hilarious. It was so great. Um, my recommendation this week, I think, oh, I, I actually know exactly what it is, and it's to not count on a bank for a public restroom. Really? For some reason, and maybe this is only banks I've ever visited, they don't have public restrooms. So do not, which I tried to do recently. I uh, was waiting for somebody in the Costco parking lot. I needed to pee. I thought I'll go into the bank and use their bathroom. It didn't exist. Banks need to watch themselves. If they don't make themselves amenable, there's no reason for them to be around They're anymore. They're already the villain. Honestly, it's basically a WeWork. It's so, because all you do is you go in and apply for loans. You can do that in any conference room. Otherwise, all the money is digital. So yes. so you better check your privilege and allow us to take a shit in there. Yeah, I, um, I think... <laughs> I mean, my only... My only, like, my... Theory is that like they don't want someone going in there and pulling a mask over their head or getting their gun ready. Oh, is that? But that seems so stupid. It's like I then they'll just so. do it in the car and storm into the bank. How often do bank robberies still happen? Probably a lot. Pretty huh? frequently. And I've I've uh, I had a friend who was robbed once, and uh, he learned the statistic that it's like ninety eight percent of bank robbers are caught. Wow. So it's not a great uh, gig. Yeah. So that's why I didn't pick it earlier as a criminal enterprise. Right. Um, oh, the other thing I want to recommend is a song by this artist named Carol Ann Pegg. I think that's her name. She's uh, it, And the song is called A Witch's Guide to the Underground. Oh. Uh, let, I just want to make sure it's great. I mean, that's her name because yeah. I recently came across it. If you like Kate Bush, this is like an earlier version. This is, uh, you know, folky, somebody kind of singing about uh, kind of slightly witchy but folky. Everybody loves this song. I'm gonna. Well, I, I'm right gonna assume now. everybody love get, is going to love this song. Wow, that's fantastic! I'm gonna. I'm, I'm liking it right now. But uh, let's get into the game. I feel like I completely forgot we were playing a game because I was so mad about the bank. I understand. This is how we play gift or a curse. I'm gonna name three things. You're going to tell me if they're a gift or a curse and why, and then I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. There are correct answers. Okay. Does that make perfect sense? It makes crystal total clear. Sense. Yeah. Okay, number one, this is from somebody, a listener named Rebecca. Rebecca suggested, gift or a curse, correctly predicting who the killer is in the first half of a show or movie. 
like the viewer as correct. a viewer yeah as a viewer i think that's a curse because you can't let yourself enjoy something oh interesting that's what i say okay what well, do you think? I'm going to tell you it's a gift. Wow, You're wrong. Really? Absolutely. What a fun feeling. You're, I mean, you feel like you're the smartest person in the room. Sure. Um, and then you get to watch this murderer or the, the killer kind of do their thing the whole episode. You're tracking them. Mm. Almost as, as if you're the, a good, uh, you know, spy or FBI agent. I think if I if I guess the murderer, then I, I, I think they're so dumb. Like you, <laughs> you guys, I beat you. I beat you this I, I I fucked up my whole car trying to buy a skeleton today and I figured out who killed this person. I figured out who's sending the codes. Embarrassing. Oh, I hate to hear you argue with me. Uh it, you're wrong. It's okay. a gift. Okay. I love to solve a puzzle quickly. Okay. Number two, so you're failing so far, and that's okay. fine. Understood. Um someone named Mark has suggested uh gift or a curse, fancy ketchup. Oh goodness. Fancy ketchup. I think fancy ketchup's a gift. Why? Because it delineates it between regular ketchup. Fancy ketchup always is a little zestier, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. And it's thicker. And it comes in glass. Mm -hmm. Other ketchup can come in plastic. Sure. And I think it's nice because ketchup deserves to be on the spectrum of dining. You can have nice frites. Why, why would we call something frites instead of fries if we don't want them to be fancier? Uh -huh. So we need to give them a, a better... If, if, if you're going to give someone a makeover, you can't have them wear the clothes they already wore. Right. You got to give them a fancy dress. So you right. got to make a zestier ketchup. It's a little thicker. It's a little nicer to scoop. Mm -hmm. So yes, I think it's a gift. Everyone knows it's a curse. Nobody oh likes fancy. Wrong. Uh, nobody, you're always so unhappy when you go to a restaurant and they don't have regular ketchup. It never tastes right. Just mm. give us all the sugar and uh, vinegar. That's okay. all anybody wants. Okay. Ask, uh, Annalise, do you like regular ketchup more than fancy ketchup? Yeah, they think so. <laughs> you can answer. <laughs> I honestly don't know the difference. And I also Ooh. don't think that ketchup is very good. I think it's one of the lowest forms of a condiment Okay, that well, this wow. is where the problem comes in then. Mm. So Annalise just doesn't like ketchup at all, so it doesn't matter. Wow. Okay, but uh, you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I hate to hear it. You hate to hear it. Uh, number three, this is from someone named Amy. A gift or a curse, hotel bathrooms with full bottles of shampoo, conditioner, and soap attached to the shower wall instead of mini bottles on the counter. Absolute curse. Why? I think that's a curse because you can you know that all the other people have touched it. You know mm. that they're just pumping it in. Like freaking just people pumping just I hate that. I hate the feeling that they're just it's like I'm a mat like the like the machine that gerbils use to drink water. You know what I mean? That's what those feel like to me. And I hate that with a little ball on them. <laughs> those drive me crazy. I hate those. I absolutely genuinely hate those. Give me a thing to take home. Give me a little plastic thing. I understand that it's less environmentally friendly, but I can't store that. In, you know, in case I run out of soap mm -hmm. or in case I'm going on another trip. Mm -hmm. I'm not buying that stuff. Right. What do you think? Well, listener, you may have just heard the garbage truck driving through the neighborhood. <laughs> and that's an interesting coincidence because it's kind of ringing the bell that Patrick is one of very few to have lost this game. <laughs> they're a gift. They're a gift? They're a yes, no because it means they're using the nice stuff. Oh, my the, gosh. If they give you the little thing on the uh, counter, that means it's some bizarre brand no one has ever heard of. Mm. It's going to 
absolutely destroy your hair or skin. Doesn't smell as good. You're in the shower. It's slipping out of your hands while you're trying to squeeze it. Not environmentally friendly. Mm-mm. No, you got to have the one attached to the wall. All down this hill, Lalabo. Have you heard of Lalabo? Lalabo <laughs> comes into little things. I've never seen Lalabo in an economy-sized fucking trough where you <laughs> pump it out of the wall. You press a button, you hear a squeeze noise. Give me a break. I'm in a shower. You got to use them. No way. I don't care. That's not leisurely. Leisurely is 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 and, and fancy and exquisite. That's the bottles. Oh wow! You're going wow. to the wrong hotels, my friend. No, absolutely not. I'm going to Margaritaville's and I'm enjoying every single one of them. Okay, Margaritaville. They're just they're probably just in the uh, testing stages of putting the nice ones on the wall. Yeah, right. It's just you're afraid of the future. Ultimately, <laughs> you're scared of change. No way. Oh well, you lost and uh, Annalise. Do you have any idea how many? people have lost it's got to be like oh annalise is gonna check just so wow. you feel worse wow i so i really lost you lost way more people have won this game actually no way lost, yeah. oh wow i didn't so, even know that yeah so there's only been you are the fifth loser oh my fifth? gosh yeah. in hundreds of episodes mm. am i in good company carl tart okay that makes sense Je- <laughs> i love jesse it. tyler ferguson okay irene too and Gillian Jacobs. That's crazy. We're on a text thread. I'm going to text them all. Interesting. <laughs> I'm going to let them know. You and Carl have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. He's going to be very mad at you. I'm going to be chatting with Carl. He, he, wanted, he was in rare company until now, and now wow. you've kind of soiled the, <laughs> the pristine pool of losers. Wow. <laughs> pristine pool of losers. I'm the worst loser. You're the worst I've loser. I've brought the stock the, down on the, the loser. The worst loser is always the uh, latest loser. Losing always meant something. Yeah. A you fresh loser to. is kind of like, oh, you're really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're it's really like, bad. Oh, you haven't, you haven't adapted like other people. Oh, right, have. right. Wow. Okay, well, badly played. Let's try to move on. <laughs> Um, this is the final segment of the podcast. It's called I Said No Emails. People write into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com with questions. Any type of question. People frequently write in about gifts, but I can't be clear enough to the listener. I don't care. Write in about whatever you want. Um, will you help me answer a question? I would love that, Bridger. Okay, let me read this. It says, uh, Dear wise Bridger and helpful guest, very nice. Mm. I was recently put in a situation where my brother gave me an unexpected gift and I was caught with nothing to give him in return. We live far apart and will often exchange gifts from our respective cities when we see each other. We happened to be vacationing in the same place and so met up for an afternoon and dinner when our paths crossed, which was very nice. Since we were both traveling, I assumed we wouldn't be exchanging our regular gifts due to packing constraints. I also assumed we were visiting the same country, so why buy the other a souvenir when we are all going to the same place and each should, would pick their own? The second assumption was my mistake and he brought my husband and me very nice souvenir gifts. My plan was then to pay for dinner, but he did that sneaky move and and approached the waiter away from the table and paid. I am very appreciative of his thoughtfulness and generosity, but we are competitive, and there was a smugness, and he knew he bested me this time around. I would appreciate any gift ideas to help me even the score. He has a cat, enjoys gambling, snowboarding, whiskey, and his favorite food is mashed potatoes. I love the podcast. Thanks, Anna. Wow. Okay. Now, about half... Well, when we got to the brother suddenly flashing the cash, I started to think of something. And then we got to gambling, and then 
I actually think my theory's confirmed. He's in financial trouble. You think so? He's peacocking. He's trying to, he's like... He's trying to prove he it. He doesn't want her look peeking behind the curtain. What I was going to say, it's a little similar, is this brother needs to let people in. Because, oh, interesting. Because it, it's this feeling of the superiority all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in charge. I am, can help. I'm the provider. Right. And I won't receive anything because receiving something is vulnerable. Oh, so. Fascinating. That lines up with the gambling addiction and the gambling problem. He's so out of money. And uh, let's be clear, he stepped away from the table to pay. We didn't see a money exchange. There could have been a threat. That's That could have been it. Yeah. There's some waiter out there scared for their life. I also really don't like the I paid quietly without telling you move. Don't tell me. And Well, I just don't like the idea that you're standing talking to a waiter. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think that looks unnatural. And I think I think waiters should be received. But when you see somebody standing to yeah, a waiter, you go, there must be something terribly wrong. It's so unnatural. It feels like it. they're dominating them. It feels like a wheeling and dealing kind of thing. Right. That's not their realm. They're standing. They're in charge. Right. They're running the place. You're manager style talking to them. Right. I hate that vibe. You should never be on an even playing field with the waiter. You're talking up to a waiter. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So it oh, feels what, weird to me. Interesting observation you've made. I don't, I do think, first of all, I would say uh, the best way to get uh, a return on this gift is potentially getting something online. That was my first thought. Okay. Buy something that you could send to them that would be a digital gift card. Okay. You know, like maybe maybe there's something that you can get that day that can just show up in their inbox and they can't there's nothing they say can no do. to it. Yeah, they have something. Right. And I know gift cards feel a little impersonal, but you can get very specific with the gift card. Mm-hmm. You can get very, very, very detailed. There's so many niche things for everything. So if there's some sort of mashed potato with a month club, <laughs> something like that. Not a bad or idea. tickets to a resort, or it's Ooh. I bought you two tickets if there's a local mountain, if, if she, they live by Jackson Hole, to, you know, you bought two ski tickets it's a Jackson Hole right. that you can be ready for in the winter. Right. That would be my thought. Personalized. Those are very nice gifts. Yeah. And I was also, while you were talking, I wasn't listening. Great. I was thinking of my own ideas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that's not true. I was listening. No, of course. Um, but I, I was thinking, I saw a cat and then I saw gambling and I thought, this has got to be a thing. A cat roulette table? Oh, cat roulette. What, like, uh, <laughs> wouldn't that be fun to watch a cat do the roulette? Yeah, that would be fun. That feels like a thing that could... I like if that. If that hasn't been made already. Roulette's the ball that spins around, right? Yeah, so I it's don't like, think that cat's gonna let that ball get all the way around. <laughs> but it chases it for a minute. <laughs> and what number does it stop the ball on? Oh, interesting. That's and pretty what, fun. Is it betting, is it red or black? Red or black. And it's got its little visor on. Or you could have an orange cat versus a black cat. Oh, interesting. And that could be kind, kind of, of then they kill each other. And they kill, yeah. One, right. has, one has to fighting. go. I think it's illegal <laughs> cat fighting on a roulette table at this point. But I do think, I do think, and also maybe making some sort of gambling type of gift mm-hmm. could be very fun. Gambling where it's like, like, open this or open this. Oh, so he has to do the gamble and yeah. then he may end up with a bad gift. Or like I bet you $100 that you wouldn't do something but the gift is $100. Oh, so what a they trick. do something and what then you just give them $100. Game. They think they've won against you, but actually you prepared <laughs> them a gift. <laughs> Uh, well, I think we answered that perfectly. I think we did. And I would also say, let's take the tension. See each other less, siblings. <laughs> I would say see each other less because it feels like there's a tension. And, Communicate less. Yeah, and you're not enjoying your company, if I'm going to be quite honest with each other. It, 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 it's 
I don't think that you're really embracing the fact that you are family, that you're enjoying your time together. I don't think he is. It seems, no, I don't think either. They're both on vacation, and all they're thinking about is how do I get the upper hand? Absolutely not. Look at the sunset. Oh, Have a mojito. What are you doing? Kiss. <laughs> you got to do something already. to break the tension. Absolutely. Kiss already. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this advice was good at one point. <laughs> Um, Anna, uh, obviously change your phone number. Don't let this brother get back in touch with you. This is a deadly game you're both playing. Yes. Uh, we answered the question so well. I can't believe it. Incredible stuff. This is why people write in. Yeah. We're saving nice. lives. I can't believe you don't even charge for this. Uh, I, I'll say it and I'll, I've said it once and I'll say it before. No, if that's not what you say. I've said it once <laughs> I've said and it I'll once. say it again. I'll say it before this. The heat is, uh, you know, I am sweating. Yeah, it's I'm a force for change. You are. I'm a force for change. I love that. Um, okay, I think this is the end of the podcast. Wow. Patrick, I've got all these delightful little shrinkets. Yeah. That's what it's called? Shrinky dinks. Shrinket, shrinky dinks. Shrinky dinks, shrinkets. That might be the, the uh, generic X brand. brand. Shrinkets. That's the yeah, Redbox yeah. movie version exactly. of it. Exactly. So, and I did leave some of these in my hot car, so we'll see if I'm coming back to some more <laughs> surprise shrinky dinks. Uh, but thank you for having me, Bridget. This was oh, an absolute was so much gift fun. and a blast. I just uh, adore you. and I like, like you as well. Hopefully the listener's not too pissed at you. I Please don't be. <laughs> Guys, come on. He's got enough problems. He's got a 12-foot <laughs> problem in his car oh, right now. Oh, don't remind me. What am I going to do? I live down 40 stairs. <laughs> How do I take that? I have that? not offered to help yet. <laughs> and you won't. And you absolutely won't. I actually will. Let me know if you need help. Okay, Send a picture. Know. We'll put it on, on the Instagram at some point. Okay, great. Um, this is the end of the podcast, listener. Patrick, thank you for being here. Thank you. Listener, you know, I'm obviously all out of sorts. I'm saying things that make zero sense at this point. You've got to have some mercy and let me go. I'm uh, just take your claws off of me. This is the end of the podcast. I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an exactly right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by Ben Tolliday. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Kotner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? Well, I invited you here I thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home You gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts Your presence is presence enough And I already had too much stuff So how do you dare disobey? Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!